0: Hi, welcome to Exploring Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega. I'm here with my co-host And L, good to see you again. Okay, this is episode number 99. Okay, this is like we're almost at 100 here. And this is called No Free Will and Praying to God. Okay, and the, the, the idea behind this show is like you know, when you think, all right, nothing that we do is up to us. And th- in this show, we're going to like define what what happens, not as the universe, but as God. All right, we're going to like be very religious with this show. Okay, why? What? You,
1: what is free will? Why does Why is the show important? Let's
0: do this. Yeah, let's begin. Okay, now, free will. When people say that we have a free will, what they're saying is like what we think, say, and do is up to us. Regardless of anything that's not in our control, like how we were raised, like our genetics, like what we've learned, like our drives and all this stuff. And like, you know, you can easily understand how that's impossible. Um, Why is this important?
1: Like how it could be independent of genetics, conditioning, or even the hedonic imperative that we never talk about. Absolutely. Okay, uh, why is it important? It's the biggest thing ever, and I'll let you tell the audience why. The
0: biggest thing ever. I mean, like, you've got, the whole world is deluded about this, absolutely deluded about who we are as human beings. I mean, this is kind of like, you know, like, it was like before Darwin, we thought that, you know, that we were created from a clump of, of mud or something, you know? And now so this is bigger. This is much bigger because this like, you know, this this is like getting who we are, right?
1: Getting why we do what yeah, we do. Yeah, the belief right. in free will touches every part of your existence. Absolutely. How we speak, who we blame, how we sue someone and the language that we use. So it's the biggest thing ever.
0: Yeah, and as we get this, we're going to have to change our our language, the words we use. Yep. All right. So let's let's get into the now basically In this show, we're going to talk about, like, what it is when we're praying to God. What's happening, you know? And it's very surreal when when we get into it. But, like, before that, we've got a few premises. These are the premises that people basically go by when they talk about God. The first premise is God is omnipresent, okay? And, like, you know, like, I define God as the universe. I was raised religiously, born Jewish, raised Christian, but, like, I just believe in a naturalistic God. If, if God is omnipresent, then God is everything, everywhere. Right. Right? Okay, that's the first one. The second one is, like, that God is omnipotent. Okay, in other words, like that all power is God, like God is the only power. And when you say
1: God, you mean the universe. Exactly. And what, the cosmos of energy? Everything. That's 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 the thing. When you say God, you're not picturing like a guy up there that you pray to.
0: Right, in other it's words... It's the energy
1: of the universe moving around.
0: Yes, so God is in this table, God is in right. us, God okay. is in the lights, yes. God is everywhere. So
1: when he says God, he means the entirety of the universe. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so the camera go No, on.
0: absolutely, and the forces of nature, everything. Okay.
1: So omnipresent is everywhere. Omni omnipotent is is all powerful. And what's omni- omniscient is all knowing. Right. So, like, so God is all-knowing. And think about it. If God so if God is all-knowing, he knows your choices before you're going to make them. Yes. Not this rabbi he sa- who says he knows your choices. You make the choice, and then he gets the knowledge. I know. What comes first, the chicken or the egg here? That doesn't make sense. God's God was it's first.
0: Ra- yes. he created
1: everything. Exactly. And mankind was not here 14 billion years ago. Exactly. We just came here, like, a couple, like, 30,000, whatever it is, like yesterday, compared to that.
0: Right. And some rabbis will say, well, if God is recreating... The universe every, every millisecond. moment, but, but that's like
1: well, if he's recreating the the universe every moment, then it's his choice.
0: And the one, yeah, and the other right, thing is, like, he's creating
1: my choice every moment,
0: right? But but like you know, that's somebody that they that may be like in the in the in Kabbalah and the Talmud or something. It's not in the Bible. In the Bible it clearly says God created the heaven and earth in seven days. It didn't say that He's continually creating everything. So like you know, that's like an interpretation. But anyway, all right, so like, so God is synonymous with the universe. God is, and again, if he's all-powerful, if, if God is the only power in the universe, that should tell you why we don't have free will. Mm-hmm. If God is the only power, and you know, some people say, well, he's all-powerful, he can do whatever he wants, so he can give us free will. No, he can't. Another way of understanding this, can God create a rock, a boulder so big that even he can't lift it? So, like, no, there's limits to God's power. He can't do everything he wants, he wants, but he is the only power in the universe. Because he created it. That's the thing. All right.
1: So, so what about when someone says, God gave me free will?
0: Right. Well, I mean, like, the reason they're saying that is because they... The reason why
1: they're saying that has a cause.
0: Exactly. You
1: could say, give me a decision that's freely willed. Let the person answer. Right. Ask them that that per, if that decision had a cause. Right. You win. That's it. Absolutely. So, so whoever's telling you that God gave them free will, there's a cause to that. They're proving just by saying that that they don't have a free will. Because if you ask them, why are you saying that? Oh, I was taught that. They didn't come out of the, you know, when they were a one-millisecond-year-old baby, they weren't talking in baby language that God gave me free will. They didn't know that, so exactly. someone had to tell them. Probably a parent who they idolize, or a minister, rabbi, priest, whatever. So well, yeah, they were conditioned to say that. Right. So that comment alone proves there's no free will. Absolutely. And so you, you, can, if you get you can,
0: you can, yeah, Absolutely, because you can use this for, with any explanation. Anytime somebody says, like, you know, I believe I have free will, all you have to do is, like, all right, well, let's put it to the test. Give me something. Give me a choice you believe is freely willed. If it has a cause, it's not free willed. Let them answer. Willed. Let
1: them answer. Right. And then?
0: Then you say, well, listen, you know, does, cause does it have a cause? If it has a cause, then it can't be freely willed because everything has a cause, you know. All right. All right, Good. so here, yeah we talked about now, that. this is very cool. All right. So what happens when we pray to God?
1: You skip part two.
0: No, that's all right because it's basically like, it's a definition of like, in other words, God is omnipresent. So
1: everywhere, everything.
0: Right, so if God is everywhere and everything, that God is the universe. Now, this is kind of like to secularize it. And okay.
1: omnipotent is laws of nature.
0: Right, so if God is the only power in the universe, that means God is the law of gravity, God is electromagnetism, God is the weak nuclear force, the strong nuclear force. Do you force. think the hedonic
1: imperative is a law of nature? That well, we always seek pleasure and go away from pain?
0: In a certain sense, because, yeah, because our genetic makeup, our drives, they're the laws that govern. We can't escape that, yeah. I mean, they're not So that's like, why
1: people believe in free will. It's a law of nature to, to feel good on you. They makes them feel better.
0: I know, I know.
1: And talk about the last one, self-awareness or self-conscious.
0: Right, so in other words, if you're like everything, and you're governing everything, you're the laws of nature, in order to be governing everything, you have to be aware of everything. You have to know everything. So it's not like the God, God may not know, let's say, what's going to happen in a million years. He may, may, I'm not sure. But the idea is that, like, to be, to govern everything, to be the ruler of the universe, you have to be aware of everything in the universe. That's where omniscience comes in. Okay. Okay? So that's how we can equate God with the universe, you know, in terms of um, omnipresence, omnipotence, omniscience. Okay, now this is cool. This is, this is like very, very cool. Now, what happens when we pray to God? So think about it. You know, dear God, um, let this show go really well, okay? What's happening? God is putting these words into my mouth. Okay, so God is putting these words into my mouth, Addressing God, <laughs> so so it's God talking. So God, so
1: God likes to talk to himself. Yes,
0: yes. And this and this is the funny thing about this is, this isn't just limited to, to to praying to God. This is actually when we're talking. Okay, it's like as if God is up there. And you remember when we were little kids, you played with soldiers and stuff, and you had them talk to each other. So that's what God does with us.
1: He <laughs> just like it's the first time I've heard that. Yeah.
0: It's surreal. That's, that's the amazing thing about this show. We're limiting it, limiting it to prayer, basically. All right. So, like... So, because, yeah, that's the thing. So, like... So, think about it.
1: Um, Keep talking.
0: Our... Some rabbis... I just want to make
1: a point. When a rabbi, priest, or minister goes on and on about free will, aren't they kind of biased from the beginning? I mean, it's their job, it's their career, it's their identity... We we have nothing, you know. We're just regular people. I have a regular job, and so do you know you whatever. But we we didn't have anything at stake. I mean, we just discovered this by being neutral. But any time a rabbi gets up there, he's got to believe in free will. Otherwise, he'll lose his position, social status, and everything else. He will be without a job. They'll throw him out of the synagogue. So he has to keep going on and on. I mean. it's a biased sample. That's size an
0: excellent point. Excellent point. We we can say whatever we want because we don't have a congregation. That's, I don't have
1: anything. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. But you're right. If you're there's there's a there's a um a belief that says you know it you can't get somebody to believe. And something. And then they wear
1: special clothing, and they wear a yarmulke, and they have a long white beard, and they they're very good orators. So they they play the role of convincing you. Yeah. But every time I hear them talk about free will, they say, quote, it's complex. It could, could have a separate lecture on its own for four hours. It's very complicated, multi-layered. It's very unneat, multi-dimensional. I mean, they never make any sense because every time it gets to free will, they keep saying how complex it is and how complex it's not. I know. They're just trying to throw you off. That's
0: it's a very good forward, point. As it, yeah. That's a very good point. They could talk it's about It's a
1: mystery, yeah, and a paradox.
0: Right, but but again, all you have to do is say, well, like, does what you're thinking, saying, doing, feeling have a cause? Yes, it has a cause because everything has to have a cause. That's why free will is impossible, and there, there's no religious argument can they can override that. Absolutely none. That's how solid the case. They just is. say God
1: gave me free will. That's the end of it. Right, and you know, I mean, where, like, where's the proof of that? Where, why is that a premise? And where you, does it say that?
0: That's another thing. It's not even in the Bible.
1: Even if it was, why God created people to, to write better books in the Bible? Let's, my book, the New Testament.
0: Absolutely,
1: absolutely. <laughs> I love plugging it. Yeah. And anyway, God didn't write the Bible. Humans wrote the Bible as a conduit of God. So we, I did the same thing with my book. Exactly. Just because it's 2012 years later, it should make it better.
0: Exactly. Exactly. We have. The and why did all
1: of God's miracles stop back then? Why didn't He just continue making? Why has He been on a, 20, a 2012 year break? I know. And you want to know Jesus? something? And why, can... If God wanted us to believe in Jesus so much, why didn't He create Jesus while there were video cameras on Earth? You, you ever want... think of that?
0: Yeah, and actually, that would be better. about uh, this
1: salesmanship.
0: Think about this: the miracles back then, it's nobody a, we, who knows, nobody a, could explain them, right? But you want to know something?
1: Part of the Red Sea. These
0: whatever. lights are a miracle. Th- these cameras are a miracle. Modern life, and, but it's just like no, but
1: they're, c- they know the causes.
0: That's the thing. That's parting
1: that, the Red Sea or whatever. It's not, a, you know.
0: I know, but like think about it like wh- I mean, Noah's like,
1: Ark, taking every two of every. Yeah, I mean, anyway, no, no, so. I, <laughs> those miracles are more miracle. No, I you. Anyway, PhDs uh, disagree. I'm sure philosophers agree. I'm sure religious people. You said religious people do disagree. Oh, yeah. you there's got Calvinists. St- yeah.
0: Calvinists are a religious sect, religious Christian dom- d- um, denomination. They don't
1: believe in free will. They don't believe in free will. So there's will. disagreement. All right. Exactly. Let's go on. Number all four. Right.
0: So like, all right, we're So like. Number four. Okay, now, all right, fours, all right, so, like, God knew a million years ago what's happening today, because that's what omniscience is all 14 about. 14
1: billion years ago.
0: Exactly, exactly. At the Big Bang, God knew exactly what I'd be saying right now, what what you'd be thinking right now, what everything would be happening. So, it's not
1: that. He set laws in motion that you know, deterministic barrel through time and they're going to intersect. Right. So, he may, you know, he just set laws of motion and make everything predetermined.
0: Exactly, exactly. Cause, cause it's think- like a
1: train going a certain miles an hour and another train going and they, and they can't be altered from their course. So he just set all the laws of motion in nature in motion causing everything to be the way it is.
0: And that brings us to our next point, which is like another surreal thing. We understand how we human beings don't have free will, but you want to know something else? In the present, at this present time, God doesn't have a free will either. Think I'm about it. I'm
1: glad you finally got that. <laughs> just argue with me about that. <laughs> All right. If God had a free will, He would just cause things to leap over each other without any reason. And a the comet place- would be going towards an asteroid, and He would say, Oh! <laughs> right. You think He does that? And in no, real life, He, he would can't. do that. That's he would thing- intervene, and you know, then there wouldn't be any cause. Right. And that would be, you know...
0: And and the other thing is, for example, like, let's say... That would be random. That would be uncaused. If we define God as all-knowing, if God is all-knowing, he's got to be all-knowing. He can't, like, not know anything. And if he knows everything, he's got to act on that knowledge. But the other thing is, like, for example, if God knew a million years ago what's going to be happening at this present moment, he also knew what he would be doing at this present moment. Right. That's cool. That is like that is like oh that's a mind blower. So like we human beings don't have a free will in the present. God doesn't have a human uh, a free will in the present. Now he did. And here all right, we can we can get um let's 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 go back all right.
1: We can say that like when you say God's will is completely unfree, it's because God is a universe. The universe has laws of motion, energy, nature they must adhere to. No one's ever said, like, a, a star will suddenly jump over, and you know, there's nothing that will just jump out of causality. Right. That would be God just saying, oh, I don't want that comet to hit, the, they're about to collide, oh, I'll just make it disappear and have it pop up. There would be a cause for that.
0: Right. And If God. we knew the
1: cause would be a law of nature, gravity, Higgs boson, whatever. Particle physics, sub, subatomic particle physics, and...
0: Exactly, so... They're, they're there. So God can't break his laws. God knows. Atoms. People, we don't fly, we don't levitate, and maybe oh, I want to it. mention
1: one thing about this rabbi I read. Okay. He was saying that Sam Harris, back to his book, starts with a murder, right? Right. And he says that if I were that guy, atom for atom, with the same genetics and conditioning, and the same soul, I would be that guy. Right, yeah. But the rabbi says he wouldn't be that guy at the beginning of his crazy sermon. He says, I would have free will. My, I have the soul of God. But if uh, you had his soul, you would be him. And he would be, you know, Adam absolutely. for Adam, Neuron for Neuron, Quark for Quark. If I were the that, uh, if I murderer murdered someone and I had everything in, that same, in the same universe, right? Adam for Adam and the same soul that he had, I would be him and, and would have done the same. Absolutely. So I don't get what he says in that. Yeah, I know it's a religious ba- thing,
0: Right, basically he's, he's saying... saying we all
1: have same, the same soul that is open to free will. Right, well, you what know... What if I had his soul? I would have killed somebody. I watched
0: that same speech. It's an excellent speech. That's how he opens it. Rabbi New... Moshe you know, New in Montreal. You go on, on YouTube, yeah. Rabbi New... Um, he Moshe, talks about-
1: M-O-S-H-E, New. Believe it or not... N-E-W, but he has a very old way of thinking and an old paradigm. Okay. Mr. he is very old.
0: Right, so he talks about, like, that, you know... Looks like Santa
1: Claus a long white beard. Basically,
0: our soul. But he gets this part. One part he gets... And then he confuses Because he'll go, he'll say, you know, because of this we don't have free will, then because of this we have free will. So he goes back and forth. But one thing he says is, he says it like, well... It's really our soul, our human soul is making decision. but what he gets right is it's not really our soul, it's God's soul. So it's like... He says there's
1: a part of our soul, which is God, and that free will comes in moral decisions. Right. Every moral decision has a causal history to it. I don't care what he says. I know. Uh, let's go to number 4A. I know, sorry. All right.
0: Here's the thing. You're like, All right. God, we human beings and God don't have a free will in the present, right? But... But... You have to think, like, when God was creating the universe, creation, whatever, the world and us, you would think that at a certain point, he had a free will. You would think. In other words, like, you know, like, I like, uh, you know, they say another definition of God, besides omnipresent, omnip- omnipotent, omnipotent, omniscient, is that, is that God is like omnibenevolent, that he's all good. I don't I, believe that. I know. And, I think
1: God is neutral. All
0: right. Good and bad. And this is, a, we, we might as well talk about this, because like, I, all right, if there's evil in the world, right, or pain. Pain
1: uh, and pleasure, right.
0: Evil. because like All right. John Locke, there's a um, British philosopher, John Locke, who defines goodness as what creates happiness, right, or pleasure. So if goodness creates happiness and pleasure, then evil is what creates pain and unhappiness, right?
1: But the guy doing evil might be, enjoy it.
0: Right. No, but what I'm saying is, like, since nothing is up to us human beings, then that would kind of, like, lead to the conclusion that God is responsible for the evil. And here's the thing. I mean, like, you could say that God is both good and evil, because Isaiah says that.
1: Without free will, it's hard to say good and evil. It's pain and pleasure, yes, not good or bad.
0: What I'd like to believe, I'd like to believe, because I don't like to... This understanding that we don't have free will... When you
1: say it's evil, when I call somebody evil, they're evil to me, and they were fated to be evil to me.
0: Right, so it's so not there, really. So there's fault. good and
1: evil, but it's predetermined and fated. One one person might think someone's evil, another person might think they're not evil. How do you explain that?
0: Well, yeah, because that's relative morals and stuff. But like you know, let's say something we all agree in whatever. whatever. But then, right, the, the idea is if it's not our fault, then you would think it would have to be God's fault, right? But here, I got, God's
1: the moral authority. He's the guy that says what's good and evil.
0: Well, think about it. If it's not our fault and God created us,
1: well, if we don't have free will and we do evil, you can't hold us. Judge us. Exactly. So negatively. it's not our
0: fault. So that then that the, the logic, one logical conclusion would be that since it's not our fault, it has to be God's fault. But I don't like that either. Because, like, again, when I learned that we didn't have a free will, it was great. Because that meant I don't have to blame other people. I don't have to blame me. I don't, you know. So, like, so here's the thing. So I want to see God as good. Okay. So, like, remember when we define God as omnip- omnipotent? Okay. I would prefer to believe that God is all good.
1: But your preference is a causal state. You can choose your preferences, but you can't choose what you prefer. I know. You can choose your desires, but you can't choose what you desire.
0: In other words, like, when i So I'm- you're
1: predetermined to To prefer that, yes. In other words, some nutty, crazy reason. Well, it's because
0: God. God is making me say this. I'm not saying this. But I have
1: a different causal history. God is making you say that, right?
0: God is making. As long as
1: you (laughs) both we both realize that we have no choice but to state what we're stating. I know,
0: and again, it's God saying. So Tell me how
1: you got the causal history of choosing to prefer that God is good. All right. Well,
0: that's the thing because,
1: like, how did that come about?
0: Oh, it's simply because I don't want to be angry with God. If I'm not angry with God, I'm closer to God, and that feels better. So, so that's the thing. So, like, so God doesn't know everything. But don't you want to
1: be instead of lying to yourself? Don't you want to be more of a realist that there's I, good and bad. There's starving kids in the world. No, no, I understand. There's plenty that of terrible. There things. is terrible. So but, why do you say God is good?
0: All right, I'll, because I'll tell you why. Because like, when I do something bad, right? I I want to do good, right? But I make mistakes, all right. And so like, I might be doing something I think is good, but it's actually bad. So I'm thinking maybe that's the same thing with God. God be... Like you know, everywhere and, and everything, but he may not be all knowing and all powerful because, like, if he's not know- all knowing and all powerful, evil and pain, especially pain, because if there's no pain, there's no evil, that was a mistake. So, God is completely good, but he made a mistake in creating pain. Oh, yeah, he made me say, God that. knows everything, God knows it, God knows everything, but like, it's like. It's like, you could say that God is all The point of
1: the show is to figure out if human beings have free will. So you're getting everybody confused. <laughs> does it really matter if God made a mistake or not? How does that push the f- premise forward that humans don't have a don't free know, will? No, it human. doesn't. Oh, it, it, okay. It's
0: just that I, I want to feel good about this. Again, I feel great. I, right, yeah.
1: Here's a perfect example, folks, of the hedonic imperative live or whatever. He's trying so hard to feel good about himself. He'll say anything... To even tell me that God made a mistake to make himself feel better. Let's go ahead here.
0: All right, because it's not about me. Again, I want to feel that God is good, so I can feel good about him. Just so that
1: everyone knows, for the record, God's will is not free. I don't know what he's talking about.
0: All right, (laughs) we'll we'll go into this because we're gonna. Doesn't matter. God
1: knew what we would make. God knew what he would make us pray for and why his answer and what his answer would be. Number. Four B with five minutes left. Let's right. try to get through this.
0: Well, that's the thing. Is like it's like we're little soldiers. When we were kids, we're playing with soldiers. So that's what God is doing with with us. It's like God's making him pray to. It. And here's the thing. So there're no mistakes. Oh man, God makes us pray to Him sometimes, and God says, "No." What's that about, man? He's like, you know, if he's cuz again, he's making us pray. He's making us say the words, say what we're praying for, and if we don't thank him, that's cuz he doesn't make us thank us and then he punishes us. I
1: mean, can you appreciate the sublime surrealness of our prayers to God? Yeah.
0: Well, that's what the show is about. So what
1: you're saying is when we pray to God, It's God praying to Himself. Yes! So God likes to talk to Himself. Yes! What's surreal about all this is that how everything is predetermined. I think that's wild. Oh yeah. oh yeah, you're just along for the ride—a yeah. magic carpet ride, as they say.
0: A movie, absolutely, an epic movie, an epic.
1: It's an epic movie that you're the star of and the observer of at the same time.
0: And again, we, you know, again, we've we've all seen movies that have been great, even though if we've seen them before and stuff. That means like we don't have to like not enjoy life just because everything's a movie. That's a very we can good enjoy it, just yeah.
1: You enjoy them. I saw Titanic a couple times, and I just like seeing because I thought it was so well done. Okay. Titanic did you ever see that movie
0: oh, I got to see it I, gotta see I it. saw I it and then it. it
1: came out with the uh, 100 year anniversary 3D and I saw it again and I really enjoyed it I knew exactly what was going to happen but it's so well done and uh, a couple movies I feel that way about
0: uh, incidentally I've seen the Truman show about three times over the last three weeks or so because the, if you see the Truman show you'll understand how we don't have free will because that was what you know Truman he was in that same situation I want to end with this, this last kind well, of let's point. go to number
1: six real quick
0: Well, alright because here's the thing Many people don't want to accept that we don't have a free will, because then they'll see, well, we're all puppets, we're all automatons, we're robots, we're just like, you know, you don't have to, we don't have to see ourselves that way. We can see ourselves as manifesting God's will.
1: God is everywhere, so we are, part of, we are part of God.
0: Exactly. So in other words, this hand is a part of me. This hand doesn't decide to pick this up. But it's manifesting my will. So in that same way, we, everybody is manifesting. We're all part of God, manifesting part of God's will. That's what people need to hear. So there's no room for free will?
1: Absolutely. I mean, come on. What about when someone says, I have a little free will?
0: No, that's absurd. How could you have a little free will?
1: Because that little bit of you is 100% independent of genetics and conditioning. And what is it making its decision based on?
0: Exactly. exactly. What about
1: t- people tell me, God knows my free will choices? <laughs>
0: no, God knows our choices because God's making us do the choices. That's what this whole show is about. It's like what
1: I said the other night. If I go to a fork in the road and I ask George, I need to make a left or a right, and he tells me go left and right, that's like taking it both ways. That's what crazy. I call bi-spiritual. Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, It's insane. double talk. People say, that, okay, it's one or the other. It's like calling someone about your flight—is it canceled or delayed? As you probably heard on the show before, and the customer service says your your flight is delayed and on time. Yeah. Which is it? So, do you have free will or you don't?
0: That's a very you have good a little point.
1: free will. No, no, no. God knows your free will choices. Oh, well, can I do that example where I say I'm God? Sure. Pretend I'm God. I got this from that guy, Charles, from the internet. So. All right, I'm God. Pick pick the pen or the paper. <laughs> the paper. The paper. Yes. Now, if I'm God, I knew what you were going to do, right? Absolutely. So that made it physically impossible for you to pick the pen. Absolutely. So just because you don't know, but I know, also proves that free will is impossible. It's very simple. Absolutely. Very simple. But Rabbi New says that God's, that the past, retroactively, is all God's will, but going forward, it's your will.
0: That's absurd, because, like, if the past is all God's will, then, like how does the
1: you have you, to learn from it using free will the, yeah
0: how does the future become our free will and then when it gets to be the past it's not our free will anymore That's right because all our
1: futures will be our past right right so totally incoherent In- incoherent
0: and the, let me tell you, this rap, can't you can't argue
1: even, with people who are incoherent. I no, mean, just, but, just, it's but like but talking to a he nut gives, a crazy he person. He gives
0: the best talk on free will that I've seen any cleric talk because, you know, again, he, he's, he's using he's, Sam Harris. Actually, he's he's logical. He he understands why we don't have free will. So go he, to but, you
1: YouTube know. Moshe New N E W from the Montreal Torah Kabbalah Center. Some Habad Center, yeah. Moshe New put free will.
0: Okay, so again, if you don't want to see yourself as a puppet or robot or automaton, yeah, that's very
1: negative. People don't like.
0: Understand that you're a part of God, and understand that you're manifesting God's will.
1: And remember, these rabbis and priests and all these guys—the reason why they can't explain fully what free will means—is because when they go into it, they become totally. When they start defending free will. They become totally incoherent and illogical, and then they go into it's multi-layered, it's multi-dimensional, it's unneat, it's complex, it's a paradox. That's all these guys have is their defense that it's too complicated, you wouldn't understand. Right. That's how they get out of it. They don't want to discuss it.
0: Exactly, because I mean,
1: I had that the other night. I had a party in my apartment. I was talking about this woman at the uh, election party. And I said, things are either uncaused or caused. And she said, no, there's a third alternative. And I asked her what it was. It's too complicated. You wouldn't understand. It's a paradox. It's multi-layered. I mean, why don't they explain it? Absolutely. I no. can't understand it. I'm in Mensa. Why can't I understand? Why don't they just explain it to no, me? No, because they don't, they, they they don't know how. Because it doesn't exist. That's why. If I, how can I explain? Okay, goodbye. <laughs>